Hello. My name is Anthony and I'm a composer, cellist and sound artist. In this podcast, I will be talking about small and not so small things that fascinate, disturb, attract and inspire me in the contemporary culture of sound and art world. In this episode, we will be looking at more ambitious approaches on the phenomenon of ringtones, jingles and all of that what I like to call tiny music. I love tiny music. I love the compression of it. It's like putting culture and general taste in the meat mincing machine. Depending on the situation, whether it's a television announcement, commercial breaks, signals at the crosswalks, microwaves or elevators, all those beeps, blips, bongs, Dings and dongs were composed, created by someone. Not only that, there's a cultural aspect in those sounds too. Someone had to prove that this bedingeding is good and recognizable enough to announce that particular information as opposed to that filthy pling-plong which most likely will make people rolling on the floor laughing, as the cool kids say it, rather than cross the street. I think tiny music is kind of provocative too. It's something between a gimmick and aphorism. It has to be somehow optimistic, catchy and vaguely resonant with our taste, but at the same time it would be preferable if they're neutral enough to not making people vomit after 30th replay. The impressive beep that bravely announces the end of cycle in your washing machine, the startup sound of your internet browsing high-speed counting device, the somehow controversial yet undeniably necessary sound of your modern rooster equivalent and a ringtone, desperate chant of the unexpected messenger announcing the incoming conversation over the radio waves. They are all carefully curated, crafted and designed to be recognized everywhere by everyone. For me at least, the very act of choosing a ringtone is somehow disturbingly intimate, like choosing perfume or underwear. Well, sooner or later, someone will hear it. Someone will judge not only my taste, but also the social status, sensitivity, personality, or maybe even political beliefs. You know, some people stick to the default ding-dongs, and some people decide to put something close enough to their heart or soul that they can be obnoxious about it, like theme from a movie or entire fucking symphony. Ringtones, jingles and other tiny music is therefore the closest we can get to the compromise between music and jewelry. One of my personal heroes of tiny music is Brian Eno. His fame and legacy not only limits itself on coining the term of ambient music, but he's also a sonic artist, philosopher, performer, sculptor and self-proclaimed non-musician. One of my personal favorite from Eno's over is this. the startup sound of Windows 95. What particularly interests me about this very piece is the approach that Inos took while working on it. In San Francisco Chronicle's 1996 interview, Ino said, The thing from the agency said, we want a piece of music that is inspiring, universal, blah blah, da da da, optimistic, futuristic, sentimental, emotional, this whole list of adjectives. And then at the bottom it said and it must be three and a quarter seconds long. 
I thought this was so funny and an amazing thought to actually try to make a little piece of music. It's like making a tiny little jewel. In fact, I made 84 pieces. I got completely into this world of tiny, tiny little pieces of music. I was so sensitive to microseconds at the end of this that it really broke a log jam in my own work. Then when I'd finished that and I went back to working with pieces that were like three minutes long, it seemed like oceans of time. Speaking of jewelry and ringtones being a social status indicator, in 2006 Ina was commissioned to compose a series of ringtones for the upcoming Nokia 8800 Sirocco edition. My god, that phone was something special. It was advertised in a very elitist way. It was not only a flip phone, which by the way already is the most powerful equivalent of Mr. Cool Guy's certificate, but also in 2007, Nokia has released a special 24 karat gold edition, which was one of the most expensive phones available on the market at the time, and let me remind you, 2007 was the year when iPhone was premiered. Eno's ringtones were not basic bitch tones either. Just listen to this alarm clock sound. If that was my routine wake-up call, I would be probably considering wearing ridiculously squeaky leather jacket and start something between a cold wave movement and Zen temple. Considering how the product was advertised, you know, all that sensual by nature or sophisticated slight mechanism that uses premium ball bearings crafted by the makers of bearings used in high performance cars and this spiritual pitch i wanted to make something that in the context of the world of ringtones had sonic depth to it a sort of softness a, a human touch i think the music that i made is quite introspective in the sense that it isn't designed to advertise you to other people i mean come on this phone is a pre-swag GSM enchantment beacon for cult leaders and postmodern elitists. This phone looks, feels and sounds luxurious. Well, still in a bit pretentious 2006 kind of way, but still I don't mind a bit of pretentiousness, to be honest, and I find it quite impressive that Tiny Music has found its posh niche. Another example of tiny music who made it to the one percenters are jingles created by Philip Eidel and Arno Davos for the French and inter-European's premium television channel Canal Plus. They were used between 1995 and 2003. What I find particularly amusing about those genericues is also how stylistically coherent they are with the visuals. In aesthetically confused early 2000s where any sort of common sense regarding how many things you should put into visuals was just completely abandoned and the restless new kind of futurism and obsession with technology and the world wide web has overtaken the mainstream aesthetics. Canal Plus however offers very minimalistic, kind of Malevich inspired, supermatic colorful rectangles that react to the jingles and very symbolistically animate the announcement they were meant to show. Sophisticated television requires sophisticated sound design, and it has it. I love it, it's quirky, it's funny, it's cute, but also well orchestrated and thought through. They're all like little poems, tiny sound worlds compressed into a culturally informed pill of a message. It's at the same time meaningful and meaningless. In other words, postmodernism at its best. 
I'm usually very careful with calling things ahead of their times because I think a lot of things that are considered to be innovative are innovative because of the context of their times. And I know Canal Plus jingles ain't Da Vinci, but I have to give it to them, or that's the closest attempt to make tiny music art house. My art honus buys it all. So, in conclusion, what's with the tiny music? Nothing. All those jingles and ringtones are for academic music what design is for fine arts. They do, though, make our daily sound work more beautiful or exciting. Or at least more eventful. Tiny music inspires me and I think more people should be a little bit more interested with what kind of sounds they surround themselves. In the end, all that glitters is not gold. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If you liked it, or at least found it a little bit interesting, please consider subscribing to this channel. Till the next time. So long.